I ate too many potato chips. Welcome to 40 Trillion DPI. I'm Helen Ip. And I'm Justin Carter. We're two designers and waiters and friends. And every other week we get together to talk about design. This week, we try to decipher the pixelated signage inside telecommunications abandoned cul-de-facts. Get it? And we delve into the spawn side figments of Figma's State of the Designer Report. We just happened to run into Kim Kardashian in a secret 7-Eleven at the top of the Empire State Building. Where we ask life-speak questions of the liquid metal sentient AI sea slug. While also trying to keep our egg date from cracking. Or maybe we want them to crack. What is clear is we have a lot to cover. Let's get into it. What do you have this week? I have a couple of things. Okay. Both, I actually have like quite, yeah. quite a few things. So okay. um, I don't know where exactly. You know, I actually had this tab open for a really long time. Okay. And I kept forgetting that it was something I wanted to share. So maybe I'll just share it with you. Okay. Um, but I found this website on where everybody finds anything these days, Arena. <laughs> and uh, it's called recoding.technology or re-coding.technology. And, Whoa. you know, um, the article that I was particularly interested in is called The Fax Machine Revisited. Um, okay, wait, yeah, can we just... Oh, you just sent the... This is The Fax yes. Machine. No, that's at the top? Okay, I see, I see. Got yes, it. Yes, so it'll be on the right-hand column. Yeah, yeah. Like, the way that it works is, like, the contents is on the left, and you, I think you can collapse or expand that, um, yeah. the left side or the right side, if you click on the contents bar. Um, yeah, it's, but it's yes, draggable. This, this called, site is wild. Okay. <laughs> isn't it so fun? It's like, yeah. for me, I, I get very kind of, like, Fluxus 2.0, HTML, Times New Roman yeah. realness, and it makes me happy. Um, <laughs> But uh, this is talking about how apparently, I mean, maybe this is just Germany exclusively. It says, the fax machine should have become obsolete years ago, having been overtaken by the internet, PDF files, Google Docs, and email. But a recent study has demonstrated its resilience. 82% of German companies, that seems very high, still use fax machines. And 33% use them often or very often. In the U.S., the fax is still widely used in the healthcare and legal sectors. I can attest to this because I've had to fax uh, a, a few uh, in a few different contexts. I would say in the last four to five years, like it, it's like a, out of the blue, but it's like, oh shit, people still do that. Yeah, I guess why, why, why doesn't, it, why isn't it just a printer? Like, why is the fax machine? printed in such in this way do you know what i mean well it, well like faxes combine like okay. the faxes combine the ability to to connect right to communicate right using a phone number and yeah. the uh utility of a print of a, of a printer like maybe i think now we would probably just like email something right like how they were saying but what if you wanted like a hard copy you know right, of right. A thing like and you didn't want the person on the other end to have to go all the way to Kinko's and print it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I feel like that's mm-hmm. always, I've always have felt like the that space, like the printer, the fact, like, it's this, like, in-between, it's like a thing that bridges two worlds, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and so it's mm-hmm. necessarily going to be kind of janky, do you know what I mean? Like, or yes. necessarily yes. prone to 
breaking and 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 right. failure like because it's like bridging <laughs> these two these two worlds it's like doing so much yes. work <laughs> right it's doing a lot of work um but i love how then we quickly of course my favorite thing we we go into subversion of the technology um as soon as fax machines arrived in offices employees began to subvert their intended use Instead of faxing documents between workers or offices, people started sending jokes, cartoons, or other non-work-related content to their coworkers. The fax machine became a canvas for collective creativity, blurring the lines between the mundane and the artistic. Um, this repurposing laid the groundwork for early networked communities, foreshadowing the meme culture that defines the internet today. Fax lore... A fax-based form of folklore heralded a shift in content formatting due to the predominantly visual medium of the fax. In his essay, in quotes, traditional humor from the fax machine, colon, all of a kind, (laughs) Michael J. Preston writes, what is striking when browsing through faxes, all caps, in brackets, a collection of fax lore, is the percentage of largely visual items. Of 58, just five are faxed or photocopied typescripts or typeset items unlike the practice before the general availability of the photocopier, dot, dot, dot. Um, This transformation attests to the fax machine's role in shaping a more visually oriented culture. And then, love this first example of a cat. (laughs) I have PMS and a handgun, dot, dot, dot. Any questions? I mean, let's Uh, go. Amazing. So good. (laughs) I'm surprised there aren't more, like, uh, prank faxes you know what i mean like because it's such a business oriented medium like right you know like your business has been chosen to win 10 million dollars or like company you know like friday we're getting off early or something you know like i don't know just like (laughs) surprised that like maybe they're just they're not as widespread but i'm surprised there's not like you know like those dumb texts that people used to send maybe they still do but it's like you know, like, what's up, bitch? It's Thanksgiving. You better, like, suck on all those drumsticks. Or you know what I'm talking about? Like, if you <laughs> see... You know what I'm talking about? Like, it's full of, like, emojis. <laughs> oh, yes. They're, like, spam, like, porny. Yeah, yeah. Kind. Like, send this to Jay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I've seen those. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, I wish you would have been, like, I have no fucking idea what you're talking about. <laughs> like, so you were pure. just, like... That sounds horrible. Like, yeah, yeah. You're a terrible That's, person, Justin. This is the end. After that, I gotta play. I'll play the theme music. But um, oh. I'm surprised that there's not like. <laughs> I'm surprised there's not like, you know, what's up, office freaks? Like, like your office has been selected to be the sluttiest office in planet office. You know, like. <laughs> We gotta make our own. That's the art for the show. Maybe we make our own like prank facts. Yeah, I mean, if you actually look up facts lore on Google Images, you'll find definitely some more uh, weirder uh, faxes. Did somebody draw a picture of a toilet, or is that just a picture of a toilet? Yeah. Oh my god, this one is biting. There are two baby children uh, drawn, and they are both inspecting their undies slash diapers. And then the caption is, 
Oh, that explains the difference in our salaries! Exclamation point. Let's fucking go, 90s, dude. Like, the 90s are biting. <laughs> oh, this is a good Damn. one, too. This is a good one, too. It's just like, it's like a crazy, like, it's just like, you know, very action oriented typography. It says, Children, tired of being harassed by your stupid parents? Act now. Move out. Get a job. Pay your own bills while you still know everything. <laughs> oh my God. The other one I like is there's one where it's just like all these laughing little people, and it just says, uh-huh. You want it when? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what I mean. Like, that, that, I would get a kick out of that. Like, Right. We're getting a fax at like right. five o'clock. Like, oh, Joe from the print shop just sent us a funny fax. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, faxes. I totally, but just on a general note of faxes, I like told. I never, you know, like my mom was a hairdresser. Like she never faxed anything. Mm. Like we, I've faxed to things like twice in my life. You know, like I've never. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah, yeah I never have had to. You know, and then whenever I worked anywhere, you know, like we didn't have a, we might have had a fax machine in the building, but it was like in the storage room, you know, like <laughs> I never had to use it for anything, you know, like the oh. most, I mean, the closest I ever got to it was like, I had to like, I had to do, we had to actually hire bike messengers sometimes like courier stuff, mm. but that was, you know, mm-hmm. kind of the closest, a similar, interestingly, a similarly fraught position, the bike messenger and the fax machine. All these yes. ways, <laughs> you know. Yes, ways of getting the the message to somebody. I mean, I grew up uh, very intimately uh, <laughs> with the sound of a fax machine going at it because my grandma um, worked as a official translator for the New Zealand government, so she would often be yeah um, the intermediary. Faxing. Um, Whoa faxing like crazy and i don't know i think she just really liked to fax things she faxed things all the time like sure. to the bank and to i don't know friends <laughs> I don't know. yeah i mean it's cool i like the limitations of it like you know that it's mm-hmm. just black and white it's kind of like an interesting yeah it's easy to romanticize it a little bit or something you know like yeah the, lo- the look of the images is so nice and like yeah. feels choppy yeah yeah it feels like so green <laughs> like this grain that is like really hard to like know. 54 dpi segue here is like i think the fax machine might have been the like early 90s version of figma maybe (laughs) (laughs) you know what i'm saying it's a little bit of a stretch but there was the fax machine (laughs) yeah that's what i'm saying well that's i mean that's my feeling is like i feel like in 10 years or 20 years i guess we're gonna like look at figma and be like what what the hell was that? 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're like they tried right. to do something and it was it ended up being really ridiculous. Anyways, so yeah. the other day I heard I read about this in uh one of the design subsects that I read. I gotta be better at remembering mm-hmm. the name of it. It's just called like the design report or something like that. Um mm-hmm. it's okay. Um yeah, maybe I don't want to shout it out. It's all right. Um, mm-hmm. But they were like, oh, yeah, Figma released this report called, like, the, uh, it's called The State of the Designer is the name of this quote-unquote report that they released. So, basically, Figma, for anybody, everybody knows what Figma is. Um, I don't need to explain it. Um, <laughs> Figma is, like, a collaborative, subscription-based, like, design software, right? Like, that uh, I think for a while was, like, the idea it was going to be the, the next Adobe, and then Adobe just bought it, and then... <laughs> right? <laughs> or did they buy Adobe? I forget who bought who. <laughs> oh, no, Adobe bought it for $20 billion, but that... Yeah. Um, that uh, uh, deal is still in the works, oh, like because shit. there's so yeah. The, the basically it's been on pause, even but they're still moving forward as if they were gonna be working together. But in terms of the actual like transaction, it's still on pause because of all this. Um, uh, all, the government, the federal government, trying to basically investigate whether or not this is um, Adobe, basically. Uh, ex- like creating a monopoly, yeah, right? Like yeah, yeah. Cool. Which yes, yes. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so, uh, I don't think this needs any further investigation, y'all. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> they should just call. They should me, just call so. you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, we should testify. We should testify. Can we? Yeah. Oh my god, can we testify? Yeah. Like, hi, I'm Helen. I'm a design professional, <laughs> and I'm here can to I, say uh, this is 100% My water monopoly? bottle, my water bottle's a little, can we get a little more water, please? I'm a little, <laughs> little parched. I'm parched. <laughs> <laughs> no further questions. <laughs> objection. <laughs> you can't say objection, you're just testifying. <laughs> we're going to save design from these... <laughs> Uh, these robber barons. Um, anyways, Figma released this thing, and I read about it. They were like, oh, Figma released this this report called The State of the Designer. And I was like, oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. This is like yeah. the definition of quote-unquote design news, at least. It's always hard to figure out, like, what the fuck is design news? Yeah, so, what the fuck is design news? So I was like, okay, I'm going to look up, I'm going to check this out. So you go there, you put your email in, and you can download this thing called the State of the Designer Report, which is basically like a PDF, mm-hmm. uh, and like a little a little deck, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very, it's like very Figma designy. It has all their branding. Mm-hmm. It's like heavily, heavily branded uh, item. Um, and then basically what they did was they, they're really, really short on like their methodology or anything about how they did this, but they just surveyed people. Basically they gave their sort of their numbers here and their insight. And it's kind of funny because like, I don't even know how much we can really get into it. It's like a 20 page report or whatever. It's pretty light. But, um, the thing that's really funny about it is it's like, so, um, I don't know what how to say it like it feels like it looks like a report and it's designed to look like a presentation or whatever but like yeah. all of the <laughs> insights are like 
All we found was that designers are collaborating more and using more online tools to collaborate. It's the best. Collaboration and design online and working from home are the best. Like, it's like yeah. <laughs> this whole like really funny well, thing. It, yeah. And, and also like, I don't know if you noticed in the state of design PDF that you sent, they didn't interview anybody from America. Did you right. see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. What's up I mean, with that? <laughs> I don't know. And I don't know if this is maybe just like, you know, uh, a special maybe i was misunderstanding like how widespread this you know what i mean like maybe it's just a special project of of a non-us based team or something um yeah it's a pretty small sample size it looks like um, yeah super small that's why it's like from also these few places and yeah no no yeah. people in the united states i wonder why yeah. i mean all the things are really questionable like and the way that they sort of package the data, again, like some of it is like, okay, you know, if you go down further, there's these like key takeaways. Yeah. Um, but like, okay, the first key takeaway on slide number 13, it's in green. Mm-hmm. So it's like, this is one of these things where it's like, you know, your key audience is going to be designers, I think. So it's like mm-hmm. putting the key takeaway on the left in green and being like, designers are happier than before is their key happiness quotient 51 it says 51 percent feel better about the state of profession than pre-pandemic which is like a coin toss it's like half 50 percent 11 percent feel worse and 39 percent feel about the same so i mean like you could say half the designers in the world feel neutral to worse yeah (laughs) like the same it's like very easy to like have the opposite right. takeaway and put it in red or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And so the whole document is a little bit like that. And so I guess it doesn't feel, it feels silly to like even pick on it. Do you know what I mean? Like, because yeah. it's like, doy, this is so silly. Like it's such a weird, the, like commercial yeah. for Figma, I guess. Right. Um, but if, like, yeah, it, yeah. it just Sorry, reminds me like in contrast of like when we were able to get all those subpoenaed, Facebook and Instagram documents where they were like, Instagram is yes. causing teens to kill themselves. It was so horrible. Yeah. Like, but that was like yeah. a very different thing, you know? Like the, right. the numbers in those were like so damning and these are so fluffy and so dumb. Like Yeah. <laughs> like, it is it's it's actually highly disappointing the lack of footnotes or asterisks, right? Like to right further clarify how this information was sourced um over like what period of time um yeah like who was the group who put this on like why are they making these statistics look some type of way like i want i want that facebook uh level you know, like, maybe, you know what I mean? Like, like maybe this, like, this is, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Maybe the reveal here is that this whole report was generated by like Figma's AI. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I, mean, I could imagine they could have been like develop, you know, like they could, like they would reveal afterwards, be like the entire deck from, de- from text to, you know, illustrations was just like, we fed yeah. our, we fed our design guidelines into our like proprietary AI or whatever. Um, but it just feels like this is really disturbing. This key takeaway on the last page, page 14, 95% of designers working from home to some extent. And also like, what does that mean? What is, what is some extent 
And then it's underneath. This is 98% to 100% of people from the uh, designers from the UK, Germany, and Australia, New Zealand are working from home at least some of the time. It feels like they are very pointedly trying to make a case for like remote work, the happiness right. of designers. First of all, they don't specify what kind of designers these designers are who they surveyed. Secondly, um, I think, them being yeah, I, so like um, broad. Yeah. With the facts, like, makes me very skeptical of, like, the truth behind the statistics. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Um, I mean, yeah, I heard yeah. I heard a conversation uh, on a podcast the other day about the history of the Luddites, you know? Mm. And it was, like, mm-hmm. kind of like how they've gotten a bad name, you know? And, like, there mm-hmm. are these people who in, like, the late 19th century, early 20th century were, like, fabric workers who were upset that the factories were buying all these machines that would do their work for them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, But part of the reason that they were upset, and this is like another like insight into sort of like evolving technology or whatever, um, you know, is putting them out of a job. But like, you know, I mean, I think the reality was like, they were not mad about that. They were just like mad about capitalism. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like they were just Mm. mad, like, they wouldn't have been mad if they continued to get paid for the fabric and things that were being made, but they weren't, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like they mm-hmm. were like mm-hmm. the fab, the machines were there to just to make, you know, make the, make the companies not have to pay them, you know? And so it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think about this like work from home thing and about how, how heavy Figma is into it of like, you know, like, I know that they're sort of like, oh, it's easier for people. And there's certain things that, like, could be better about it. And, pe- you know, people do like it to some extent. But, mm-hmm. like, just, like, w- if this company is pushing this that hard, I'm super skeptical. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, of it. Exactly. Like, I'm sort of like, wait yeah. a minute. Does it make it harder for us to unionize if we're all at home? Or if we're all, like, working piecemeal across, you know? Like, what what is the... Why do they, I mean, I understand they love it because, you know, it's their software. You know what I mean? Like, they're right. going to highlight yeah. that because it, quote unquote, makes it easier to do that. Um, yeah. But, like, I don't know. I just, like, I'm, I'm, I'm really nervous about, like, this, like, what's beneath this push, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. It just seems like it's so, in this report, is so, like, it feels like a thing where they're like, because there are certain things, even there's in the blog post version of it, they're like, mm-hmm. we have to look at some hard facts, like, because they've mentioned some other takeaways in the blog about, like, mm-hmm. people who, um, you know, people who are feeling disconnected and, like, upset or whatever, you know, like, um, yeah. about it. Like, they sort of mention it very briefly. And these, like, really silly things of, like, workplaces that like have more fun together and organize collaborative events like do better or whatever you know and it's like this is so suspect like (laughs) it's extremely suspect but i mean think about like you know if you refer back to like the blog version right the the section titled under the value of design is surging and job prospects have improved seems so blind (laughs) to the nightmare that is LinkedIn currently. (laughs) People feeling shame about using the open a work sticker versus people being like, you know, like, uh, no, man, the open a work sticker is great and blah, blah, blah. Like, it's like, this is the point that people are at where they are so fucking 
desperate and feeling <laughs> so helpless. Right. That, like, we're getting into these weird, <laughs> like, niche, <laughs> weirdly angled conversations that are blowing up on LinkedIn. And, and it's just like, no, dude. And, and then, okay, the other thing, to go back to this particular paragraph that I was pointing out, um, they highlight a quote from Brian Chesky, who's like CEO, co-founder of Airbnb, right? Oh my God. Talking to attendees of Config about design and like its uh, value, but then they connect that quote and that idea directly to a statistic in the report that doesn't talk about designers in the United States of America and North America at all. So it. You know, and Airbnb is a company, like it's an international company, but it's founded in the United States. So I just feel like whoever is in charge of all of this is definitely like twisting things in a way that to me, honestly, it doesn't feel, it feels very disingenuous, you know? Right. Um, I can't, I mean, and I think we've had conversations about this a, a bunch, talking about like, you know, friends or other people we know who are in the industry who are like struggling because of you know either getting let go or you know have, finding it hard to find work and um like that is a very real thing in 2023 so like you know this is giving me lipstick on a pig like, right this whole, right like, i mean it's not it's not article, on accident you know? it's like not on accident like that the blog post version of it has this like childlike illustrations very cutesy like you know like cut out kindergarten style stuff you know like yeah because it's like one of these things that's like you know like present it in a way that seems approachable and cute and but like I think this is very cherry-picked like to the point that it like makes Mm -hmm. me feel kind of uncomfortable like it's like I don't Mm -hmm. know guys like but yeah, I don't know. It just seems like it's like trying to, uh, yeah, like, like don't look over here, don't look over here. Like fifty one percent of people yeah. feel pretty good about this, you know. Like it's yeah. a good time to get into yeah. it. Subscribe to our product, you know. Like, right. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. Subscribe seems... to our very expensive software. It's right, <laughs> but like subscribe. But you know, it's like that thing that I think we're, you know, it's a, it's a continuing trend of like. For so many things, like, I'm expected to subscribe to Adobe as a freelancer. Mm-hmm. And, you know what I mean? Like, I'm expected to be, you know, to provide that as my service or whatever. And it's mm-hmm. built into my mm-hmm. fees. But it's, like, mm-hmm. more and more of this is, like, being put on, like, sort of, like, fragmented individuals. And, like, the power of, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, where there's mm-hmm. no stability. There's no, like... Um, you know, it's like, it just feels like, I don't know. It feels like those things where it's like everything, you know, like, it's almost like, I don't even know what, what the word for that is, but you know, it's like, it's like, Hey, come, come to America. Everything's great here. Like those letters that people (laughs) would like fictional letters that you would send, like they were all fake. You know what I mean? Like, or whatever. Like, it's like, Oh, it's horrible here. You know, like, (laughs) like it just feels like, you know, like. I don't know. And I guess, yeah, I don't, I think it's like, it's that kind of thing where I think it points to something dark where 
also like why are they releasing this in this way like what are they trying to hide maybe like <laughs> you know what narrative yeah. are they trying to drive I guess is the question that I have right. yeah. <laughs> I mean um, I think if this I think if this report and this blog post had come out maybe six months earlier maybe it could have felt more connected to the reality of yeah. the industry but I feel more often than not there is a huge push to like working back in the office and um and people were being very hard uh, sorry not people but well people but companies seem to be very hard lined about it and um and people are either losing their jobs because they refuse to um submit or um losing their jobs because they're losing their jobs right (laughs) right right (laughs) You know, like, it just feels like the timing is a little off and also very questionable that, okay, like, if you're going to do a report and present it as the state of design, the state of the designer, like, that better be a global AF report and not, for some reason, excluding a very, like, big continent um, yeah, <laughs> you know? right. Where the majority, so, I guess, of users might be. I don't know why. I mean, it, it really feels very suspect. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that, I mean, do you think they just removed the United States and Canada data and like Mexico? Cause people were like, they got bad results. Hella negative. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, just remove it. Like, They're I like mean, we can't, we can't. We can't publish this report and be a Debbie Downer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't uh, know. Yeah, I was thinking about just like, yeah, this idea of like what, you know, like what are we being sold with this product or this like method of doing things? And like, how mm-hmm. can we imagine design in a way that is like, um, I don't know, you know, it's like, again, not to be like a Luddite, but like that is in control of the people who make it, you know, like, I feel like Figma is like a shoehorn trying to remove control from like designers and put it in the hands of companies, if that makes sense. I know it seems Mm. like counterintuitive because it like is supposedly giving you the tools, do you know what I mean? Like, but it's Mm -hmm. also like, I think it's also like, um making us more like interchangeable, making us more like isolated. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's kind of written this report, which I don't think necessarily is maybe is not supposed to be for designers, but for like businesses or something, you know, like, I guess like it's something to remember is like, I guess like maybe I'm in that mode of like Figma's branding is so cute and their initial kind of like, fun of their product I think for a lot of people was they were kind of an adobe alternative and yeah I think it's just like a reminder that like this is business software you know like oh yeah and you definitely. know what I mean like definitely. it's like they yes. have you know like a big fucking venture capital bill that they have to fucking pay you know and so mm-hmm. they're gonna try to like you know uh squeeze as many pixels out of us, you know, as they can or whatever, you know, yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, I'm just a little bit you like... Do make a, you do make a good point about the audience for this kind of content because it weirdly feels like the blog post is the version for designers to right. absorb. And then, like, the PDF is, like, 
for like managers or something, you know, like people who aren't actually <laughs> close to the ground in terms of the actual process and the everyday is like more for people to feel better about what they're doing, <laughs> like how right. they're like, you know, managing right. their team and whatnot, you know, for so. like MBAs or something to be like, okay, good, <laughs> 69% of my team believes this or whatever, you know, oh like, goodness. yeah, then, then yeah, they can, they can like take that to their meeting and be like, how do we improve our KPIs, you guys, like, yeah. Anyways, that's my... KPI this! <laughs> KPI, I don't think so. I don't remember... I, I actually think that the way I found this link was through the Cactus, uh, the Cactus Store monthly newsletter. Nice. And um, the t this article is, is old, so it's from 2021, from Purdue University, and it's the headline is, Taking Lessons from a Sea Slug, Study Points to Better Hardware for Artificial Intelligence. Mm. Um, very cool. Uh, I wanted to I, I want to talk about this just because I feel like it's a positive take for one for one on AI and, and not like just you know like how typically bitter yeah. <laughs> perspective. So, um, but there's like a picture of a sea slug at the beginning, and the caption is: "The sea slug has taught neuroscientists the intelligence features that any creature in the animal kingdom needs to survive." Now the sea slug is teaching artificial intelligence how to use those strategies. Very, very what? cool. But how? Yeah. What, is, what? What? I don't. How does it work? <laughs> uh, well, uh, how does it work? Um, you say, um, okay. A new study has found that a material can mimic the sea slug's most essential intelligence features. The discovery is a step toward building hardware that could help make AI more efficient and reliable for technology, ranging from Elon's favorites or I don't know whoever's favorite self-driving cars and surgical robots to social media algorithms. Hmm. Um, and then there's like a there's a pull quote from one of the professors of materials engineering, Shiram Ramanathan. Through studying sea slugs, neuroscientists discovered the hallmarks of intelligence that are fundamental to any organism's survival. We want to take advantage of that mature intelligence in animals to accelerate the development of AI. So, okay. Whoa. Apparently, there's two <laughs> main signs, okay? One is habituation, okay. and the second is sensitization. Mm. Habituation is getting used to a stimulus over time, such as tuning out noises when driving the same route to work every day. Sensitization is the opposite. It's reacting strongly to a new stimulus, like avoiding bad food from a restaurant. AI has a really hard time learning and storing new information without overriding information it has already learned and stored. Mm -hmm. A problem that researchers studying brain-inspired computing call the stability-plasticity dilemma. And I think that we have all probably experienced this in experimenting with playing with ChatGPT or Stable Diffusion or Midjourney when we're trying to make a thing better and the thing just kind of gets overwritten all the way and then you don't right. end up carrying forward like the things that were working for the image you were trying to make right um okay <laughs> i mean so... granted granted this happens sometimes when i'm working with like designers too oh it happens <laughs> when i work with my own brain yeah so. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, okay. <laughs> Habituation would allow AI to quote unquote forget unneeded information mm. in parentheses,、mm. achieving more stability. While sensitization could help with retaining new and important information in parentheses, enabling plasticity.、Um, so this is kind of this is like the big jump for me.、Um, mm. So in this study, the researchers found a way to demonstrate both habituation and sensitization in nickel oxide, a quantum material.、Whoa. The material is called quantum because its properties can't be explained by classical physics. If a quantum material could reliably mimic these forms of learning, then it may be possible, may be possible, to build AI directly into hardware. And if AI could operate both through hardware and software, it might be able to perform more complex tasks using less energy. Like wow, that that's wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah.、Like, so wild, right? <laughs> <laughs> so wild. Yeah, that's definitely the most interesting AI news I've heard in a while. I know it's like a couple years old. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wonder if no, anything's like, happened with it. I wonder if it's still like yeah. That's crazy. So basically, they're saying like、crazy? like you could make this metal sort of think a little bit. You know what I mean, right? right? Like that's kind of what、yes. they're saying. Like, yeah, like it seems like this、yes. metal is habituating or whatever, like itself in these little ways. So if you could、yeah. like then abstract that to like code in a neural network、yeah. into that, it would be able to、yeah. like function independently. Yeah. <laughs> of. I think. There's a, that a, one a, book, a, right? right? <laughs> kind of about this. There's like, yeah, yeah. there's that one book that's sort of about this sort of way of thinking.、Mm. Um, isn't it, I think it's called like bio? Is it called biomimicry? Sure. I feel like a, I, <laughs> biomimicry. Is that a book?、Um, I, I, somebody lent it to me. Yeah, biomimicry, innovation inspired by nature. That's the name of the book.、Um, <laughs> but yes, so. Oh gosh, I lost my tab. Oh no no no! Where did my、no. tab go?、Oh, <laughs> Where's my tab? Can, oh, here we go. Okay, I lost my tab. I know I always have like fifty million tabs open. Um, but like I just really love this idea, right? Of you observe something in nature, you try to get a. It's not that it's not an organic thing, but we don't consider it like a living creature. You try to get the thing to have behavior of a living thing. Like that's like so cool to me. <laughs> That's、um, wild, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It definitely yeah. feels also like another one of those things. Which is like I don't know, maybe it's one of those things that like similar to a lot of this kind of stuff that like if you think about it, you're like, whoa,、mm-hmm. like you could like make a me- make metal into a brain, and then like what if that <laughs> metal just like turned everything into a brain? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like that's how I feel about it. It's like you would be like. Your desk is a brain.、Yeah. Your screen is a brain. Like everything's a brain now. Like you know, like it could、brain. it could like infect the world. You know, like <laughs> like that kind of thing. You know, like or or it's like the idea of like everything having almost like a nervous system of its、yeah. own within its own context, and then not only does it have a nervous system, it has like a memory. You know, right? Yeah, of, yeah, yeah, of, yeah. Totally. Of what happened in the past, so that in the present, in the future, it can. It can do better, you know. Like,、um, I'll I'll read one more part from it, and then we can like shift to. A, and we can just we can just、for. like take twenty minutes and just like trip out, just like yeah,、silence. we can just like take some shrooms and look <laughs> yeah, at some yeah, pictures yeah. of yourself,、uh, and and envision our own AI selves.、Um, but、uh, 
Uh, yeah, so uh, let's see. Neuroscience studies have shown that the sea slug demonstrates habituation when it stops withdrawing its gill as much in response to being tapped on the siphon. That part, I'm not sure exactly what that is, but it sounds like they're describing some sort of like, um, you know, a response, right? But an electric shock to its tail causes its gill to withdraw much more dramatically, showing sensitization. So like there's mm. a like a an adapted, a different reaction, right? Right. Um, so then it talks about how they mimic that behavior in, in the metal. Um, for nickel oxide, the equivalent of a gill withdrawal is an increased change in electrical resistance. The researchers found that repeatedly exposing the material to hydrogen gas causes nickel oxide's change in electrical resistance to decrease over time. But introducing a new stimulus like ozone greatly increases the change in electrical resistance. And I'm just like, yo, dude, I'm, yo, like I need to like take some DMT and like really think about <laughs> this. <laughs> I mean, it definitely, I mean, the other thing that it makes me think about is like, this is definitely, it feels like, I mean, I mean, you know, this is obviously, we're just reading this like abstract of this paper or whatever, but yeah. it definitely feels like we continue to get the science that we can comprehend in the terms that we use. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like where mm-hmm. it's like 20 years ago or 30 years ago, you know, it's like nickel shows properties of like these different metals or, you know what I mean? Or whatever, like, mm. but now it's like a type of intelligence. Cause like intelligence has expanded its boundaries so much you know what i mean Mm. like that Mm -hmm. that the idea of intelligence could be you know i don't know this like kind of um not like anthropomorphism but just like biomorphism biopromorphism or something you know like that you know (laughs) like that it is showing a preference or show you know because it's like i don't know i think it's always a turnoff when you hear about people shocking creatures with a metal rod or whatever. So yeah. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, Aw. no, we don't want to be like killing the sea slugs per se. But like, and I'm hoping you know, that it was like, you know, a 20th of a taser and not like, no, of know. course, of course. I mean, I'm not, yeah. I'm, yeah, whatever, you know, like, but you know, just the idea <laughs> of like, you know, I think the sad part of it being, and I think this happens a lot with stuff like this is like, Mm-hmm. that whatever they're perceiving, they're like, oh, the sea slug is a great idea because it's so simple. Like, mm. whatever they're perceiving as so simple is a level of complexity that is, like, really hard to understand. Do you know what I mean? Like, what is being missed in that read oh, is, like, definitely. so high. And yeah. it's like, yeah, okay, yeah. there's a model there, you know, with this creature. And, like, I'm sure they didn't do this research. It's probably from, you know obviously uh but you know this kind of thing of like if something is reduced you know to something like that like a a creature with consciousness and history and you know like all these things where it's (laughs) like like i know they're simple you know what i mean like but also this like there's just such a like such a leap in magnitude between these things you know that it's kind of like wild to think about yeah well, I don't actually know. Well, for me, I I didn't. I don't necessarily feel like they were perceiving sea slugs as simplistic. I actually think they were seeing them as complex and mm-hmm. and therefore related, relatable. Uh, Got it. To I think. I think. Yeah, but I think I was like, they have like 
they're like, wow, they have two possible different responses. Like, you know what I mean? Like the... Right. I guess that's what I meant. Like, you know, they could do Ooh, Yeah, I see what things. you're saying. I see like, what you're saying. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, I, they like I them don't, as a reason. I don't like think it's so binary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't uh, think it's so binary. Yeah. Um, they probably have written 500 trillion academic <laughs> pages and, you know, published their many, many a paper. And this is like the distillation of... Yes. You know... 500 people working on of course of course i know i know you know yeah 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 yeah. no i mean i guess just at the no we we loved we at 40 trillion dpi we are pro (laughs) we we bow down to the sea yeah 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 exactly exactly there are multitudes of sensation and yeah right yeah i think i'm just having a little like i'm having i'm hearing like Auntie Donna Haraway on my shoulder, you know, Auntie like Donna. <laughs> Auntie Donna. It's like, yes. you know, it's just Auntie like Donna talking would about shit all over this. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, exactly. <laughs> I mean, she'd find it fascinating, but it would be like, oh yes, she'd be like, the, How the, fuck the dare further, you? yeah, yeah, the further like uh, march of the colonial project continues on. Yeah. Nothing is safe, yeah. not even the fucking sea slugs. Like, <laughs> it's a totalizing endeavor. Like, <laughs> I want to. I, I just. I this like vision of like Donna Haraway leading sea slugs to a total takeover of like the Tesla headquarters. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just like, just wait, the sea level's gonna rise, we're gonna come for your ass in Fremont. So, okay, here's the search. Um, All right, sweet. So for one, (laughs) for one, this showed up on my timeline, which I have to say is took, I I take to be actually a sign of just how fucked Twitter is and how bad the internet is right now. Because like, there's just no tuning happening in my world. There's no, you know, there's no algorithm. There's no feed anymore. (laughs) It's just, just nonsense stuff comes at you all the Uh time. And so uh-huh. one of the things that came at me was Kim Kardashian's GQ cover. Um, have oh you seen it? Oh, my God. Yes, I have. I have. Yeah. Uh, they saw. have their whole, like, men of the year, like, end of year kind of annual thing. And then, like, of course, she just is there because, you know, why not? Because like... why not? Right. Um, <sighs> but anyway, so it was just, like, a few different people. I saw it, you know, seeing the pictures and stuff. And, you know, there. and then I guess she had that whole, like, nipple bra last week. And just a lot of Kim on my timeline lately. Um, oh, God. And I've just I'm sorry. Been, no, no, it's okay. Again, it's not, you know... <laughs> Nobody asked I don't know about this. this nipple bra, but, you know, that's chill. What is Nobody... that? Is that just, like, see-through or, like, just, like, nipples No, it has nipples like... in the bra, but that's another story. That's another story. <laughs> <laughs> it comes with them. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. And that, that was a whole thing last week. But I guess mm-hmm. the reason I brought this up was, you know, all, not just that it's ridiculous. Um, but, of course, the front cover image is, like, Kim Kardashian in a, in a business suit uh mm-hmm. with sort of like wet hair eating cheetos um yeah and so someone posted the reason i saw it is they were sort of like oh this is the end of goop aesthetics basically <laughs> was the read ah, on it basically goop they were aesthetics. like huh. yeah 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 because they were just like you know this idea of like what's it called like 
you know, natural fabrics and natural food and all this kind of stuff. Like every image has like, you know, M&Ms or some big cup of tea or, you know, iced tea, like a sugary drink or whatever. Cheetos, you know, sort of like that. You know, so oh, I was just yeah, like... Yeah, it's like, it's like everybody's, like, dumped their jade egg in the trash, and they're going, like, full... Right. Uh, like, supermarket, franchise, like, yeah. Yeah, and then it was really funny Unhealth. because... Yeah, but then, so the person who I saw that posted that was a person who runs a thing I think is somewhat fun. Yeah, do you know the mm-hmm. thing called... Do you know the website or, like... I, I think it's a subset called Snacks Shot. I think we've talked about it on the show before. Snacks Shot. Snacks Shot. Snacks um, Shot. S N A X Snacks Shot. Person's oh, name is, like an uh, X. Yeah. Snacks Shot. Uh, Andrea Hernandez. Um, but I like her work um, because she just does like a deep dive into um, food aesthetics all the time. Like, mm. so her whole thing is like packaging like trends mm-hmm. around packaging trends around food mm-hmm. um and i mm-hmm. find it really really fun to look Ooh, at i'm gonna um, subscribe thanks for the recommend yeah but so, <laughs> so i like the recommend i like reading her work i you know it's, it's great um but so she was a person who i saw posted that like oh end of goop era but then she followed mm-hmm. it up with i predicted this in LA Times last year or whatever. And then I was like, <laughs> oh, shit. and I was like, that's cool. But like, I trust you less now. Cause now you, that's just <laughs> something you've just been saying. Do you know what I mean? Like, I was like, uh-huh. you were wrong last year. <laughs> like, and now you're right. But like you, if you predicted uh, this last year, like huh. it, this is here now, like maybe you were just ahead of the curve, but maybe you were also uh-huh. just like happened to be right accidentally now. <laughs> right. Yeah. You happen to be coincidentally right. serendipitously. A, clock, a broken clock is right Accurate. twice a day or whatever, yeah. you know, like yeah. not really. It was my, uh, yeah. you know, just, just a little thing. But yeah, so she had predicted that a while ago, but I've just noticed that. I don't know. I've noticed that in that world of like, you know, I see so many like cigarettes online now. I see so much mm. like the idea of like smoking, the idea of like being unhealthy of being frivolous in like mm-hmm. a way I think is maybe a post pandemic thing. I think it's something coming into, you know, as Gen Z is aging, which is crazy to think about. Um, oh my God. That's making me feel so old. <laughs> I know, you know, <laughs> like, but like, you know, Kim redefining herself in another way. You know, I feel like this is such a plea mm-hmm. to the youth who find, uh, you know, this kind of like uh, indulgence to be, um, fun, you know what I mean? And interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like there's something about, uh, the post pandemic world that is, 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 is having a bit of that. I think we're finally getting our, uh, you know, what's it called? Like Avery Truffleman had talked about that when the pandemic was on, like everyone's going to party so hard as soon as the lockdown is over. But I don't think yeah. really, it was so confusing. And, you know, like, I think there's this whole world of stuff, you know, that, um, yeah people have been holding in and now it's like coming out and it's like kind of yeah dark timeline <laughs> like yeah. not, not like in a bad way I guess it's like it's still I guess it's the idea of like playing up that aesthetic like the reality is this person is you know I'm sure very health conscious or whatever but it's like you know it's like uh, uh what's it called like you know uh Activated charcoal is out, Ozempic is in. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like the idea. Dude, we have to, that has to be the title. That's so good. That's so good. You know, the idea that you need to have some, like, spiritual kind of, you know, like, nature, spirituality. That's interesting. So, do you feel like this is, like, the representation of uh, excesses back in, essentially? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's, like you know, the culture is so fractured or whatever. You know, it's like looking at the cover of GQ and, like, the people's names, you know, Andre 3000, Tom Ford, you know, like, I don't know. It's just, like, it's not exactly... It's like a grab bag. Yeah, you know, Travis Scott. I don't know. It's not exactly, like, the most cutting edge of representations of anything. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. Truly. You know, like... It's definitely something that I'm noticing in in the zeitgeist, I guess, you know, is mm-hmm. is uh, mm-hmm. at least a kind of like playing up here of this kind of like 80s kind of like frivolity or whatever, you know, like, mm-hmm. which I think is something uh, people are longing for. Uh, yeah. That fantasy definitely. of like, you know, not giving a fuck, you know, I don't know. It's yeah. kind of... You know, that, that that idea of, like, power, you know, like, like almost, like, pa- un, un, unregulated power moves, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, unregulated <laughs> power moves is right, because this seems so in stark contrast to, like, uh, yeah, what the employment situation is like out there. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, oh, this yeah, is very yeah. much like rich get richer and the poor get poor right kind of vibe to me yeah 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 yeah. totally totally i mean even i mean even the interesting thing maybe in the read of these photographs and like this funny thing of like this person you know there's something about also you know there's like i guess it's like this play playing up of this like look and this kind of realness this kind of like draggy thing that's happening that's kind of Mm -hmm. not i don't know you know like this like there's something interesting about like the picture i really like the picture of kim kardashian with the phone where like there's like the <laughs> bowl of m&ms and the iced tea yeah. you yeah. know kind of thing yeah. Um, yeah. because it looks like you know it has that look of like a kid in a suit or something you know like there's something like yeah. she yeah. looks young she looks like a young person you know like and like the idea of like playing that fantasy or something, I think is interesting. Like, uh, yeah. there's this, you know, there's a level, I don't know who the photographer is. I feel like I should look that up, but whoever the stylist and photographer are, you know, there's a level, yeah. uh, there is a fun, I mean, the images are cool. They're really well shot. Like, you know, they, mm-hmm. they're, they're interesting enough and they're funny mm-hmm. in their own way. But yeah, I don't know. There's something mm-hmm. funny about like, um, this kind of like, self-aware debasement or something you know like i don't know that it's like a mm-hmm. little a little bit um it makes me nervous for like u.s politics i guess <laughs> it's like my <laughs> you know like i don't know there was a little bit of like there's two it's too it's on the like edgelord spectrum or whatever of being you know sincerity sincerity is out sincerity is out we're getting back into oh insincerity you know what i mean like there's something yeah uh, Uh there that i think is 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 coming back or like sincerity sincerity and insincerity is that a thing (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, you know what I'm really struck by with this particular photo of Kim at the glass table is how manipulated and controlled the reflection is on mm. that glass table. Like yeah, that is not that. realistically how that would shoot. You right. know what I'm saying? Like because right. there's so much lighting going on with like how they're trying to get all the highlight um, you know, to like hit her face and her shirt and all that and then and then like the the drink um like in the cup which is to the right of what looks like a Heath ceramics bowl <laughs> with Reese's pieces in oh it. Oh my god, that's it's, such it's an particularly perplexing to me because it feels like it's it's like added in and like shot with different like that reflection on the plastic of the to go cup doesn't feel like it matches with what's going on everywhere else but like there i but and, and so when you said like sincerity insincerity i feel like that's exactly like what they're going for with this yes. you know where it's like that in between time time reference of like 80s to now and um but then this like high degree of manipulation like which is like in a way that I really actually kind of love. <laughs> right. Is a uh, is pretty amazing. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Like yeah, like like reveling in that, and it's sort of I guess talk, mm-hmm. touches on a little bit of what we were talking about last week with um, Brian Jordan Alvarez. You know what I mean? Like this mm-hmm. whole idea mm-hmm. of like joyfully kind of like flouting any idea of like reality. <laughs> You know, and yeah. just being like, it's just spectacle, baby. You know, like, it's yeah, it's like, just spectacle, baby. <laughs> just like, come <laughs> along for the ride. Let's go. You know, like. So this is an uh, article from TechCrunch, my favorite, uh, my favorite site I hate to love right. <laughs> to grab content from. Um, and uh, yeah, so it is all about a new dating app and the main uh, illustration visual is also courtesy of the app and it's just, it's terrible. Um, it's, <laughs> it's called Hatched. And in the illustration, you see two eggs, egg shapes, with cups of coffee that have the app logo, which is like an egg with a bunch of squiggly lines in it. And they are standing in front of a storefront, presumably where they received the lattes from. And (laughs) the sign also has like the egg logo on it. (laughs) And then it has like an open closed sign on it that's just blank. Like, in a Kafka-esque, like, weird, like, <laughs> nightmare scenario. Um, and okay, I just, so what does it say? I just, yeah. really, I just really appreciate and admire the audacity of the founders for leaning into so many puns that feel so loaded, mm. given that, like, their logo is an egg. So, okay, I will read the first paragraph. Sometimes, online dating isn't all it's cracked up to be. Hatch wants to scramble it up with its unique, gamified user experience, said everybody ever, Y Combinator. Um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) um, I was like, wait, is that in the article? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. 
No, no, I added that. You got it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in, in, instead of using profile pictures, the dating app shows potential matches depicted as eggs. And the only way to see what they look like is by answering personality-driven questions, slowly opening the shell. Today, the startup launched mm. new in-app currency called Yolks, offering premium features God. such as the ability to, in quotes, super hatch or oh super God. like a match. <laughs> so stupid. Isn't it so bad? You bet. I bet this was something somebody made at like a crypto hackathon. You know what I mean? Um, and they just made like $10 million off of it. And then what follows that is um, like a comp of the UI. And I am dying. Yeah. With the little nav bar menu on the bottom. It's like one one menu item says new eggs, so new matches, uh-huh. right? And then in the middle, egg carton. <laughs> wow. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, but like, so I guess it's supposedly blind dating, right? But then they're using the, the symbolism of the egg as like their uh, uh, overarching conceptual underpinning, which... I find really strange as a as someone who has eggs themselves. <laughs> I just feel like this definitely came from the brain of a man, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh god. It's so bad. This is really horrible. Isn't it horrible? Isn't it horrific? Wow, yeah. I love this, like mm-hmm. down towards the middle, like later. The questions are developed by a team of therapists and address core values. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, oh, Jesus. But then you answer like yes or no and try to like, it's so crazy too because it's like, you know, if you're a person who's sketchy, you're going to just be like trying to gamify your answers. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Like, isn't that uh-huh. what this would, like, in that would incentivize that? You know, it's like, uh-huh. they, so it says, the questions are developed by a theme of, team of therapists to address core values, interests, and character traits. For instance, quote, do you believe in the phrase, once a cheater, always a cheater? Or, quote, would you consider yourself <laughs> good at keeping up with friends? Like, y- you just <laughs> answer what you think the person's going to say. Yeah. Like, there's not, I mean, it's like, yeah, you're like... like- <laughs> You're like, yeah, I like, do. Like, have y'all heard of OkCupid? Okay they got 10,000 questions in their database. <laughs> like, what? But, like, I mean, I think, I mean, you know, we probably shouldn't record this conversation. But I bet we could come up with, like, <laughs> a lot better ways to, like, connect people <laughs> to each other than this. <laughs> you know, like, again, obviously, clearly not designed to help people connect, but designed to just keep people playing these stupid games that are stupider and stupider. Like, the fun, yeah. at least, of, like, a lot of the dating apps is, like, you can, like, look at cute people all day, and that's fun. You know, like, this is, like, yeah. that's at least sort of a, like, dopamine hit, which I think is probably what keeps people coming back to them. Like, I have feel like... <sighs> The idea yeah. that people are ready to just, like, get online and play, you know, like, I don't know, like, where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? <laughs> like, but with, like, yeah. a bunch of egg egg shapes, you know, like. 
Yeah. <laughs> Seems I'm just a little upset dubious. with all the egg everything. It just feels wrong. Like... Right. The matches are located in your egg carton, which keeps track of the hatching process. For instance, if a potential match has yet to answer the first question, they'll be in the goose eggs section at 0%. Poached eggs are profiles that are 25% of the way unlocked, 50% is sunny side up, 75% is hard boiled, and 100% is fully hatched. Like, it just wow. seems wrong to cook an egg. And then it becomes a chick. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> right. The metaphor, like, doesn't work out. It doesn't work. <laughs> but also, it's just so silly. Like, I know. one downside is Hatch gives you six daily matches. However, thanks to the new yolk... Like, is this sponsored content? Like, are we reading an I, ad right now? Like, I think see, this like, is an that's... ad... No, but, like, see, that's what I thought, too. I thought it was total SpawnCon, but there's no SpawnCon um, thing. Do you think they paid like, more to remove the SpawnCon label? I don't Because <laughs> just, like, you can't have this sentence. Know. Okay, here's the sentence. One downside is that Hatch only gives you six daily matches. However, thanks to the new yolks feature, you can purchase six new eggs for 400 yolks. Hashed is offering four bundles. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, dude, all the words are becoming confusing. And like, the this prices. is a this is a press release. Like, it's it's just a hundred percent a press release that they just copied and pasted. Wow. But like, it's so silly. In in addition to buying a selection of new potential matches, you can spend five hundred euros to super hatch someone. Taking on taking after major dating apps like Hinge's Rose, Bumble, Bumble Super Swipe, or Tinder Super Like. Meanwhile, fifty yolks allow you to egg on a potential match. It just like it like, plays I, into the I, worst, I, the worst kind of like the worst <laughs> what, like negative feelings that people have, and particularly in like hetero dating. Yeah. Heteronormative it's like, dating, yeah. Yeah, it's like I a mean, it's like getting a bunch of guys uh, to be like, okay, I need this girl to notice me. I need to buy a bunch of hatches and like poke yeah. them or send them a rose or whatever. And like yeah. women get over inundated by like hundreds of people trying to yoke them or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> which like seems disgusting to say. Yeah. <laughs> like, also, if you look at the UI screen, like. Towards the end where there, you, it, it shows you what the yolk situation is like, no person should be able to have 1,600 of anything on a right. dating app. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, what? Okay, so this person paid for those 1,600, what the fuck, yolks? And so, like, they're just throwing money at bothering people on the right app. exactly which like, is how it works I mean, which is how tinder does it you know like that's how yeah. these, these sites do it you know like oh but gosh. it's kind of ridiculous you know like but it's like i think this yeah. is i i i mean i can't tell like is this ma- is this like is this a boomer this invention yeah like what is this I don't it's like know. it seems like a student project <laughs> that like nobody there was no one in the room you know like who was like this is dumb you know like <laughs> i yeah yeah like i 
to me, okay, like I don't know if Adbusters is still around, if I'm being honest, but it feels like something that Adbusters would have come up with. That's to, what I mean. To, yeah, exactly. To mock like the the construct of dating apps, and it is is very like difficult to believe that this is even actually real. But I think you know, again, you know, bring us back down to reality. This is our reality. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, it's just, I mean, it's like, I mean, it's kind of fun to think about not playing. It's just fun to think about the idea of like how people are sort of being asked to play this game or whatever, you know, like, and so many people, everybody you talk to is like, God, Hinge is so annoying. I'm so tired of it, you know, like, yeah, but like, you know, I feel like, I guess like to take this at its premise or whatever, they're trying to say Mm -hmm. like, let's not make it all about looks, right? Like, that's their whole thing, right? Yeah. like, get to know each yes. other before you see what the... And then you'll see maybe you're compatible beyond looks or whatever, right? Like, that's kind of what they're... And I think it even, like... Yeah. I do think it even plays even more into the idea of, like, the assumptions that people make around, like, hetero dating and what men make. You know, like, the mm-hmm. idea of, like, mm-hmm. if she just gets to know me first it won't matter that I'm, you know, mm-hmm. look this certain way or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. or I mm-hmm. don't, I'm not healthy or I don't yeah. know, you know, you yeah. know what I mean? Like there's, yeah, this, yeah, like, yeah. they're yeah. selling this like fantasy that like love is based on like you guys both saying the words to some same poem at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, and then yeah. turning and being like, Oh my God, wait, you're the creepy tuba player. Like I would never, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and then being like, oh my God, you know, like, uh-huh. I mean, this is like a toxic premise that has existed for so long, you know, like, uh-huh. like the movie, like Revenge of the Nerds, you know, they like trick the cute mm-hmm. girl into like kissing the guy and she's like, mm-hmm. wow, he's a great kisser, but she doesn't know he's a nerd. You know what I mean? Like, and she mm-hmm. would have never mm-hmm. done it, you know, and this is an old, mm-hmm. you know, like Cyrano de Bergerac or something, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but yeah. it's like the reality of it being, you know, it's just like, it's so it's 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 a false vision of like what it might mean to connect with someone and it's right. selling it's only just trying to get guys to buy these things obviously uh and it's yep it's selling like a different fantasy that like maybe this will work for me you know like maybe it was mm-hmm. that like i don't i don't have good pictures you know or whatever mm-hmm. but with the reality mm-hmm. being like people are looking for pictures you know like it's not like, oh, you need to look hot. It's like, oh, you need to mm-hmm. look like you have friends. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like they think they need, like, washboard abs, but they need to, like, play in a washboard band. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Let me yeah, start that yeah. over. They don't need washboard I... abs. <laughs> I got nothing. Um. I think for me, what I see the stuff like this as is um, the creation of a tool that doesn't need to be in this format, right? So if the premise is if the premise is about like meeting somebody blind and making a connection blind and not relying on image or looks or whatever, like I don't think it even needs to be an app. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it doesn't have to be this app that gets gamified that, um, 
you know, X, Y, Z. Like, I think that's the business VC side talking. And that's what makes something like this so trashy and bad and not cool, you know? But like, if you're really trying to help people meet other people without um, any uh, prejudgment or whatever, then like, maybe you just need to go full manual, you know? (laughs) Instead of coming up with this like, terrible symbolism <laughs> that but carries I, you know, the entire experience. I mean, I think in a deeper way, the thing that's challenging about some of these things is like, you know, the reality of meeting people is you have to have interests and you have to do things and you have to mm-hmm. like have, you have to have, you know, it's just it's not in a bad way. Like you should be passionate and social and interested mm-hmm. in life mm-hmm. and your work or your things that you like to do, you know, like, mm-hmm. and these things also kind of posit that there's just like a world of like you as a soul, like meeting other mm-hmm. souls or something. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and mm-hmm. I think it like as a fantasy of just like people, just existences of like, souls in the world you know like (laughs) uh that this is trying to kind of like a naive kind of way of playing at it because it hits on everyone's like anxieties you know what I mean like and yes rather than being like oh you know what's interesting to me is like status like I feel like I want to have a high status partner I want to have somebody who's like Mm -hmm. really interesting and Mm -hmm. smart and fun you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. or hot you know what I mean or Mm -hmm. like whatever you know what I mean there's so many Mm -hmm. different ways to like gauge and build you know your connection with others but like Mm -hmm. this is like kind of this thing of like what if you know like what if this was the only job or something like that? You know what I mean? Like right. rather than right. be like, join a soccer league, you know, like, or yeah. whatever, or find, yeah. do something. Go you on know? an like, REI adventure tour. Those are fun. Right. But like continue <laughs> to do that. And we promise you, you will find someone. But the idea with this is like, oh, you don't have to even do that. Like you don't have to do right. anything. You don't have to. Like, you don't have to do any work to actually like be accessible and approachable. Right. And, the the, yeah. the mm-hmm. labor is the answering of the questions and gaming the system and trying to like get yeah. the right hatch the right the right match to hatch or whatever you know yeah. like uh, yeah you can live in your own vacuum comfortably and not have to be uncomfortable. Um, in the experience of connecting. Right. And yeah, yeah. And you can kind of like exist as this kind of egg, you know, so maybe it's real, maybe it's going to work. Like you can kind of like be this formless <laughs> being, you know yeah. what I mean? Like preferenceless and sort of smooth all over, you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> <laughs> sort of smooth all over. <laughs> You could be, you know, like completely aerodynamic. (laughs) No fucking friction. You know what I mean? It's like not even good graphics. Yeah. No, it's not. It's like dribble like 2008 or something. Right. It is. It really is. I feel like this. Yeah. It's like, this is like in one of those things that like. 
when you start, install like a new OS or something, it's like in some hidden folder somewhere. It just like exists, and you're like, how do why does it exist on my computer? Like, <laughs> you like when you're clicking through files, you know, and you're like, what are the smallest JPEGs on my computer? And you're like clicking through, and you're like, what the fuck is all this? Like all these this weird is like, that like one file that when you upload to Dropbox, like the the folder .ds like doesn't yeah, yeah, go yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what this is. <laughs> Get it on uh, the Apple Store, App Store, Apple App Store, Android. (laughs) Free Spawn Con for me. (laughs) Wow. I just can't. Anyway. I can't. Yeah. I mean, you have anything. Thanks for listening. You can find us at Cafe or follow us on Instagram. Just type in the number four, then keep adding zeros until it comes up. Ciao. Ciao. Or you can fax us. No. Yeah, actually just fax us. Just start faxing. We'll get it eventually. Just just start fax. Bring back faxing. You know what I mean? Listen, listen. When you're done with the show, just go home, start faxing hard, and we're going to, you know, if it needs to reach us, it's going to reach us. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.